Trompo and Smangela, good evening to the pair of you and welcome to Metro FM Talk. Thank you so good much. Good evening, yeah, I'm well, man. I'm well. Uh, yeah, also uh, concerned as uh, maybe you guys are about being able to make payroll. Uh, yeah, my pay run is tomorrow, so I certainly might have enough for tomorrow. I'm not sure I'm going to have enough uh, for uh, April and maybe May and maybe June uh, with many, many outstanding uh, invoices. But Smangela, let me maybe start off with you. Uh, talk to us just briefly, I guess, about the work that you guys do at Indalo Nubian Naturals. And uh, more importantly, with the lockdown now announced, uh, what impact is that going to have on uh, many of your own sales as an entity and, moreover, your ability to employ people? Governor so Aya and the listeners of Metro. And so at Indalo, what we do is with the natural hair salon. So we wake down. But it didn't only start yesterday when mm. um, the president announced the, the lockdown, but it started when people had to isolate themselves. Yes. You know, we, Social we've distancing. Seen less, yeah, we've, we've seen less of clients coming in, and some of them asking us, Ruthie, are we open for, for, for business? And we had to ensure them that yes, we are open and we are practicing the safe, safety and hygiene inside mm. the salon. That um, also had to come to an end after it was announced that everyone will be then be in a lockdown. So oh. we are closing tomorrow. And we had to also push our payroll to, to today because, I mean, after yesterday, um, the stylists started then panicking, you know, asking if they're going to be paid in time so that they can go do groceries for, mm. for families. And also asking if their jobs are safe um, after the lockdown. And... I mean, being an employer, not only um, employing these guys, but also they've become part of me, yes, um, yes. their family. So I had to also act quickly, you know, just to assure them, sure. you know, guys, your jobs are still safe. Yeah. Okay, we'll pay you guys today. Uh, and so that tomorrow we'll give you half day mm. so that you go grocer. Sure. Uh, but it also had an impact with them so much that... Looking at the figures now, we're like, oh, okay, mm. are we be able to pay this and that after we've paid salaries? Yeah, yeah. And it really played a role. So, Smangala, talk to me about that. I mean, uh, you know, yes. uh, on the cost side of things, it's not only just, you know, payroll that you have to meet. I mean, yes. one would think that uh, you might have bought supplies or you might need to buy supplies in anticipation of when this lockdown is going to end and when, you know, uh, all of the social distancing might end mm-hmm. and you'll have customers coming in. You might also have obligations to the taxman or even your water and yes. your light bill. Uh, what's happening with those? Um, so, currently, um, we were having a conversation with my husband. We were calculating all our expenses. And we were thinking, you know, in the midst of everything else, what's going to happen to all our expenses? Mm. Um, I mean, installments, uh, bonds and groceries, what's going to happen? Because also, I received a call from my grandmother saying, Guti, there's going to be a lockdown. I'm able to assist us with groceries mm. Um, mm. until then. And... I mean, there's other families out there who are in the midst of everything, uh, asking themselves, will we be, will we be able to sure, survive sure. the lockdown okay. out of whatever salaries that we have received? Mm, because, mm, I mean, mm. other people, they had to put back customer salaries well, due yes. to the number of days. Are okay. they going to survive until then? All right. Smangala, yeah. let's pause there for a second. Let me bring in Trompo. Uh, Trompo, how are you doing, my brother? Sure. How, oh, good. How are you, bro? Hey, Shman Trompo. You know, you sell wings, ribs, cocktails, and uh, every, I guess, uh, you know, every other nice imaginable thing. 
there in Bram and in Tswane. And uh, your, your business is heavily reliant on footfall inside your stores. People uh, using your space as a convening space to have meetings, to meet up, to have dinners and the like. And uh, all of that with social distancing and the looming lockdown is not going to be possible. What is that going to mean for you? And uh, more importantly, what is the uncertainty around COVID-19? What is that already uh, meaning for your business? I think the impact for us has been very, very big, man. I mean, I, I've looked at I've looked at our numbers from when the initial what do you call it, so, social distancing or whatever. You know that we can't sell alcohol up until a certain time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I think I think that in itself, from from last week, has really impacted us heavily. You know, so much so that we've obviously had to change shifts, and and because we are a, a Russian business, and some of my colleagues work. Okay, so like to work on an hourly rate, it also meant that if they're not coming in to work, unfortunately, you cannot pay them. You know, so so it's, it's really been been so heavy. I mean, in addition to the two stores that I own, we also do events, which mm. I mean, you might have you might have had on the news as well to say there isn't you can you can't even do something or host a gathering of more than hundred people. So essentially, a lot of events that we had committed to or that we that we work on each year they obviously got cancelled yeah. so what that means is also there's, there's the, the financial impact you know but okay. I think more than anything else with with the announcement that has been done there really isn't much alternative sure. for entrepreneurs sure. especially in my sector okay. I mean Sampo, tell you what we need to yeah. go to a spot break and I want you to hold Good. that thought when we come back and uh, you're going to talk to us about why you think there isn't sector specific support for your sector stay tuned It's 14 minutes after 8 p.m. It's the SMME Exchange uh, here on uh, Metro FM Talk on the Mighty Metro. And uh, I'm in conversation uh, with uh, 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 Trompo Mukwena. And uh, he is uh, the founder of the Wing Republic. And uh, we are talking to uh, Trompo and Smangala CBC from... Uh, let me get this right. Uh, let me not butcher your businesses here because, uh, you know, then I won't be plugging you. Smangal SBC is the founder and owner of Indalo uh, Nubian Natural Hair uh, Salon and uh, both of the businesses based in uh, Johannesburg and in Swanee. And uh, Shlompo, I want to come back to you because you were suggesting that all of the interventions and measures that have been proposed here uh, do very little to uh, provide you in the uh, food retail sector with any support. What do you mean by that? So if, if you think about it, the... The current state of affairs is that we, we need to shut down completely, you know, and we just need to focus on on essential services. Yes. Or essential, you know, which is which is 100% correct. But, I mean, if you own a restaurant, surely there's a way that you can do takeaways. You mm. know? Surely there's a way that you can do deliveries without necessarily having to be in contact with somebody, you know? I mean, there, that could also be another alternative. I mean, from have, have they foreclosed the possibility for that? Because, I mean, I don't know. Certainly from what I've, I've, yeah, I've seen... Uh, on the one hand, there's been very clear remarks that says, you know, not even delivery of some of this food needs to happen because I guess uh, then you would have a lot of scooters on the roads uh, back and forth, which would uh, then, you know, undermine the whole idea behind having a shutdown of this kind. And then uh, some fake news also doing the rounds that uh, uh, there's a scope for that to happen. So what's, what's the message there? No deliveries at all. So there's no delivery. So restaurants have to shut down completely because they're not considered essential service. Mm, mm. You know, so I, th- I think for me, there could have been a way, a different way of doing it. But I mean, I'm sure there's been consultation with different stakeholders mm. and the consensus is we need to shut down. But I think what really worries me is is the impact on, on the people that work yeah. for me. You know, I mean, if people are getting paid per hour, if people are getting 
paid when they come to work. It simply means that in the 21 days that they that they know it'll work, they're not getting paid. You know, sure, I mean. Sure. In addition to that, I get that there's an SM and E relief fund, but you're dealing with landlords that have also got businesses mm-hmm. they need to pay rent. So they, I'm I'm not sure even with the turnaround time regarding the relief fund, how soon can that be extradited? Yeah. You know, and have you received any communication from your landlord? I mean, uh, I do know that uh, on uh, Friday or even on Monday it might have been gazetted uh, as some scope for landlords and property uh, real estate investment companies to come together and try and find some solution for some of the attendants, both large and small. Have you had any communication from your landlord uh, about, uh, about uh, your, your arrangements with him or her? Not at all. In fact, I tried reaching out, you know, I tried reaching out to, to the organization and my landlord informed me that he still has to apply himself. You know what I mean? So, mm. I mean, I'm now, I'm now having to go back for, for possibly a payment holiday or whatever the case, but I mean, he is also a businessman. Yeah, in the bigger scheme yeah. of things, a businessman, and he also needs to pay his way, you know yeah, what I mean, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. so, but he needs his money. But over and above it, as a as a business that deals in the food and, and alcoholic beverages, you know, there, there's also suppliers that I do with, you know, they might also be as small as mm, I am that mm. also need to get their money, you know, Ish. and of course they talk and... It's a, it's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, you know? it yeah. really is a bit of a Smangale, challenge. let me bring you in here. I mean, just on the same question, maybe just when it comes to issues of the landlord, potential payment holidays, you might also have uh, some debt in your business. Uh, I mean, just talk to us about, uh, you know, what kind of relief would be most suitable for you? Because I think what has happened now is that, uh, you know, many analysts and even some of the policymakers have come out and said, hey, here's a grocery list of the things that we think SMMEs might need in this uh, period. But uh, I think it's also very important to hear from SMME owners themselves uh, what might, in the instance of Indalo Nubian Naturals Hair Salon, be the most relevant and I guess the most suitable intervention? Um, for me, at the moment, it will be definitely rentals mm. um, and also salaries. I mean, we work with the um, basic and commission structure in terms of payroll. And I mean, if we work with commission structure, um, we work with what we get inside the salon. Mm. So we have been struggling with getting clients um, during the process of the announcement. And also for the next month, you know, so this is only for those for, for the 21 days. Yes. So meaning 16 days for April. And then also judging of how it's going to be after the 16 days, it will mm. also determine whether we're going to go back to work. But still for the month of April, it's going to be a half month for us. Meaning our stylist and us as a business, we won't be able to afford to pay other things like we would if we had worked a full month. So maybe I help in terms of um, rentals uh, and salaries just to give back to our people and say, okay, guys, this is the small we can assist with you um, in the meantime when you're at home. Mm. And also because we had to also cancel and postpone weddings, it's, it's, it's just a mess because you know people are panicking. And, and other suppliers have already bought mm. material to use um, venues have been booked, and now we have to say, okay, everything man, must now stop. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a loss on everyone. Yeah, let's pause there for a second because I guess you're raising the issue of postponements or cancellations. I mean, I, I know of a lot of events 
that I would have been involved in over the the next while that uh, have been postponed. And I'm sitting here asking myself, you know, how many of these events that have been postponed are actually going to be cancelled? Because you can imagine the backlog of all of the events that ought to and should have happened in March. Uh, uh, if you overlay them on top of the events that have already been planned for April and May. But let's pause there for a second, Trompo and Smangele, and take one of our callers all the way out in uh, uh, Port Elizabeth, Ngabe Pai, in Nelson Mandela Bay. Aseko, good evening to you and welcome. Uh, good evening. I, uh, I operate in construction. That's my bread and butter. Yes. And over and above that, I over operate in the events in terms of services uh i've also got a very very serious hobby in photography mm. registered entity and everything so if we start on the construction side of it right yeah uh, i mean whether it be government or private clients they will not be able to pick up the bill for all these delays mm. you know these suppliers we rely on a huge credit line so, for example, if there's 60 days that you've negotiated to pay with your suppliers and you can't pay and you can't even work that money back in. So, first and foremost, there goes your cash flow production, mm-hmm. or projection, sorry, day or out. And then well, there's the rule of economics that is the laborers can't wait. The laborers need to get their money, and you understand that because, first and foremost, you are a laborer of your entity, and you understand that you've plowed in work, and you need to get paid. Yeah, exactly. And then you guys have already touched, you've already touched on the cancellation of the events. There's deposits that clients have paid out in order to secure bookings. There's everything, and there's commitments that you've made, and then it's just the reality. Will those events take place? or will they be cancelled? Mm-hmm. And if they are cancelled, what about the deposits that you must have? You know, you know, some entities you work on a non-refundable deposit, but is it fair to the person who's paid the deposit to secure your service and you've given them a booking and you just were unable to perform the work? Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? I say, okay. Raising many, many issues here because, yes, you might even have in your contract with that person that because this is a force majeure, you know, it's an event, unforeseen circumstances that influence your ability to deliver on the work because you can't. There's a lockdown. Uh, so even if you have that in your contract, it, it, it certainly doesn't leave a good taste in the mouths of many of your clients. And uh, Aseko, thank you very much for that call because I want to I wanna get maybe Trompo to respond to that. I mean, Trompo, you guys host a lot of events uh, uh, in your spaces as well. Uh, what happens in that context where people have, you know, booked your space, they've paid a deposit, um, and now, for reasons beyond your own control, they might not be able to have those events um, in the time that you've allotted for them. But also, some events are time-sensitive. I mean, you, you can't have, for instance, a uh, commemoration of Sharpeville Day uh, and what happened in 1960 if you want to have it at the Wing Republic. You can't have it in April, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it just doesn't make uh-huh. sense because Human Rights Month is the month of March. So, you know, what happens to events like that? 100%. I mean, we 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 host events, but most importantly, we, we attend a lot of events. So in addition to the two stores, like I've mentioned, we do we tend to do a lot of events and cater those events, you know? Mm. So naturally, we, we know that from anything between Feb and probably till May, that's our busy season, and then everything else picks up from September to then the rest of the year. Sure. So we've had a lot of cancellations, left, right, and center, where events are concerned. So that also means their source of revenue is also, you know, in down the drain. So this is really, it's really a difficult period, man. You know, I, I'm, 
I'm out of ideas in terms of what's going to happen, even post the 21 days, you know? Mm, mm. So Smangal, it's quite tough. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. it's, it's certainly a tough one here. But Smangal, I mean, on your end, uh, I guess, and, and this is a question to, to both of you, uh, what kind of tips, if any, do, do you have for other small business owners that are sitting here? I mean, certainly one that comes to mind for me is uh, this is a massive lesson in what I call capital management. You know, this is a massive lesson in uh, uh, what happens to all of that nice money that comes in when you flush on a certain month. Uh, and where do you keep it and how do you make sure that uh, you prudently spend some of that money? But that might not be the only lesson. What are some of the other things that you've seen in this process that might be able to assist many of the entrepreneurs uh, uh, listening into this conversation to be able to weather uh, this COVID storm? Um, I think for me, uh, what would have worked between these few days that we have had the announcement is to communicate back to your clients, Mm. you know, uh, keep them updated of what's happening. um, If there's any changes in trading hours in the business, keep them updated. And we also had to call in our future bookings within the 21 days to just to let them know that, guys, we are aware of your bookings. Um, if you want a refund on your booking, we'll gladly do so. If you want to postpone to a further date, we'll also do so. We appreciate that. But more than anything else, because at this time, I don't think there's anything that I haven't thought about mm. doing. Uh, because, I mean, if if it stops, it stops. It's not like I'm going to say, okay, well, let's do house calls. We can't do that at all because um, there's still that uh, self-isolation that you still need to do. And more than anything else, just pray for your business. You know, be in contact with your employees. Um, just keep them updated. Um, also, just give them that hope, good guys. Uh, we'll get through this and everyone is still safe in the business. Shampo? Mm-hmm. On your end, I mean, uh, what are some of the things that you're doing? Uh, and I think just from what uh, Smangala is saying, be able to communicate, be able to under, uh, to continue to build the relationship you've already started to build with many of your clientele. Uh, what, is, what does that look like for Wing Republic? So what we've currently done is that in, in order to avoid us locking down with, with excess stock, we started running promotions. So okay. this is, we were doing like a pre-lockdown special to ensure that we can push as much as we can, even if we don't make as much of the profit that we intend to, but at least we'll have liquid capital that we can we can then utilize. Mm. So over and above that is that we, what Smangal is mentioning now, that we've got existing relationship with some of our suppliers. So the big thing there was also communication to say, look, I know that my invoice is, i.e. 10,000, but I can only do 5,000 maybe this week and I can try to do another 5,000 to come. Mm. You know, so that also stretches the the money in that regard, you know. But I think more than anything else is to really use the existing base of be it your, your customers or your friends or family to try to get them to come through to to the store and, and maybe possibly assist in terms of pushing in those numbers, you know, because it's really the only thing that I can, that I'm kind to do, you know, because I mean, the other idea, in fact, I was talking to one, one of my fr- one of my friends say maybe you should consider diversification. But I mean, reality is that with with, with, the, with the COVID nineteen is affecting every single sector. So, yeah, ne. And then I yeah. mean, just before I let you go, guys, and uh, certainly uh, uh, we'll continue to have this conversation, and I hope we can maybe check in towards the end of the lockdown period, if indeed we're still on air, to uh, try and get a sense of how. You guys are navigating that. But uh, what are some of the things, lastly, 
uh, I think, uh, you know, Smangala, you touched on one of them, which is to continue to communicate uh, to uh, some of your clientele. But what are some of the things that your employees can do remotely? What what are some of the things uh, that uh, in this period, because you are going to have to pay salaries anyway, what are some of the things that uh, many of the people that work for you can continue to do to productively contribute so that by the time things clear up, uh, uh, inshallah, uh, that we'll be able uh, to, uh, one, hit the ground running and ensure that uh, we're able to make up for some of the lost time? Uh, currently, it's it's a, dif- a bit difficult for for e for the business that we're in because it involves uh, a lot of touching and face to face. And what I, I told my my, my stylist was, guys, after we close tomorrow, please be at home, uh, continue practicing safe and hygiene, so that when we come back, focus uh, polile because mm. but I can't even tell them to say, okay, guys, we'll continue doing house calls because also it depends on the client. Are they comfortable with you coming into their space um, during this pandemic? So I've, I've, I've just told them, well, it's fine, we'll stay at home until everything is cleared out. Mm, mm. Last one on your end, Trombo? Sure. I think what what is probably my ask from, from my colleagues is to essentially try and in the spare time between one day, try and maybe assist from from either social media marketing to try mm. and get as many people aware that look we we opening on on the 17th or sorry on the 16th you know that the business will be up and running and try and get as many of the friends and family as possible to try and support her, especially after the reopening because i'm assuming that things will be a bit slower but i mean with, with, with that support it'll it'll really assist you know but i think in addition to what Smangle is saying, that to try and get them to, to stay safe, you know, I mean, they're no use to 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 the business if if they're sick and and they're doing something out of what the government has, mm. has stated that should be done, you know, especially with the lockdown. So I think I'd rather have them safe and sound, and we'll figure it out. I mean, yeah, yeah. Are you guys applying to the UIF? I mean, uh, you know, have you reached out to the UIF? Have you checked out that SMME? I say. A website. I mean, we spoke to the minister here last week, and uh, she was certainly uh, making uh, quite a bit about uh, how important it is for entrepreneurs like yourselves to uh, um, be able to access all of the relief and support that is on offer. Have you have you been able to tap into any of those? Um, I, have, I got a I link. Have. You got a link, uh, Smangel. Yes, I got a link from. So there's this uh, WhatsApp group that I'm in. It's called Mizanzi Pride. Okay. It's all the black suppliers in South Africa that supply for weddings. Okay. And one of the guys sent the link to the SMME uh, grants. Mm. And I went to the link, and what got me. So, so I have anxiety. So anything that means sharing important stuff, yes. I kind of like. You know, protect myself. Okay. And one of the things that they want on the link is like confidential business stuff. Mm. So what I told the guys on the group was to please be vigilant when you share some of these stuff that, that, that describes your business because, I mean, there's people out there who will take advantage of whatever that's happening, yeah. you know. Especially if so it's commercially share, sensitive, yeah. Yes. So so when you share these stuff, just make sure it's 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 a proper link, you know. It's not something that's going to cost your business tomorrow. So I've been to, to, to the link and I've seen it, but I asked my accountant if it was legit, you know, and he also said, would you know, let us do it for you. Don't do it yourself because we don't want tomorrow something risks your business. Mm-hmm. Tompo, last word. Hey, I think I've got the same sort of challenges with Swangel. I've gone through the, the, 
the, the website today and try and ascertain what information is required. But to, to tell you the industry, it's something that I obviously try and engage with during the lockdown, you know. So I will definitely reach out to the URF and and the SMNE relief fund to try and see if we can get assisted. I think my biggest challenge, though, is the turnaround time, but mm. I mean, we can only submit and, and hope for the best. Okay. And I certainly hope I'll hear from the pair of you about uh, how uh, that goes, because uh, we certainly want that kind of feedback loop and uh, certainly would uh, be helpful uh, when we catch up next with the minister to say, the same SMMEs that you wanted to apply to this, this is their experience of the user functionality, of the convenience, and uh, uh, I guess how easy it is to be able to tap into the reef that is on offer. Smangal and Trump, thank you very much to the pair of you for your time. Thank you, thank you so much. Awesome stuff. That there was uh, uh, Smangela Sibisi. She runs, uh, she's the founder and owner of Indalo Nubian Naturals Hair Salon. Go check them out. Uh, they are out uh, there on Twitter as well. And uh, also Trompo Mukwena, founder at the Wing Republic, which is a trendy restaurant in Bramfontein and in Tswane. That's our SMME exchange for this week.